All right. Okay, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the American Podcast, where our diversity is our culture. Today, we got a, a bunch of different people in here. Uh, we'll start with Rich. Yo, yo, my name is Rich. That's it. That's it. Where, where, where can we find you, Rich? You can find me on YouTube, Rich Pinares. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, you know, all that, all that jazz. All right, my name is Fahara. Go by Fahara F Vision. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, everything at Fahara F Vision. Okay, and, and I am Nelson. I uh, own the, the studio here, Picture Flicks, and we are on the American Podcast. And today we have a special guest. We got yeah. CG from the group Soiree. Yes, sir. Soiree. Yeah, you can find us at Soiree Music on everything. So yep. That's it. It's that easy. That easy. Oh, soiree. Yeah. What, what, what's soiree about? Tell us a little bit about soiree. Uh, soiree is a hip-hop and R&B duo, you know, um, and we just, you know, soiree, we make it so that you can enjoy whatever we put now because it's not just pigeonholed to anything. We do all kinds of music. Uh, me and my brother Marlon Dang came together after we did a, a intro for Manny Pacquiao back in the days. Like 2008, I think that was. Um, Then we linked up, did a couple songs, and, you know, here we are. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy because like when I first met you, we were working somewhere together, and then yeah, I think it was that time I was doing a lot of album covers, right? You were a a ton of them, like from the from the south, like you know, like DJ Screw and all those guys. Yeah. And this guy comes up and he's like. And I do music too, and in my head I'm like, man, everybody says that. Well, the, the craziest <laughs> thing is, so at when I started working at that job, that was a while ago. Uh, I had already had an album out, a solo album, and then I did a, a record with uh, Jay G out of the Bay Area, and uh, his group at that time was touring with Justin Bieber and doing, you know, a bunch of big things. So me and him did a, a little album, but then I was getting radio play. And so my first day, actually, shout out to DJ Mark Cena. He seen me, but he only knew me through music. Right. And he knew me from being at the radio station. So when I went and got a a nine to five gig, because, you know, things were just changing. So I just had to get, you know, a regular job. Uh, I saw him in the cafeteria and he's like, what the? It's kind of crazy because we all worked at the same spot. What are you doing here? It was like, uh... What had happened was <laughs> I got a job, you know, so it, it was pretty cool. And then, you know, even while I was at Credco, I'd have to take my breaks and go be on like radio shows. Right. So I'd be doing commercial or uh, interviews and they'd be asking me like, oh, what are you up to? And it's like, uh, well, you know, right now I'm in Hawaii, <laughs> you know, but I'm really, you know, sitting at this desk. Right. So, you know, but I had just come from Hawaii. Though, so I was just. Telling them what I was just doing. Yeah. Well, I wasn't lying. I just wasn't doing it that second. And that, it's funny because that's how I met Nelson through oh. you. Cause Did he, you? Yeah, because you remember you said you had a boy that needed some flyers done. Oh, damn. And you hooked me up with Nelson. And then, like, what, 10, 15 years later, I met him at a meetup. And I'm like, man, you look familiar. Did you, you used to work at, you know, whatever that place yeah. was? Yeah. And, and he's and like, his, in my fo- his phone number is still in my phone as graphic designer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, because yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Just come back around. He's like, take my, <laughs> he's like, take my number. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll take, I'll take your number. And I put it in and Nelson comes up. I'm like, bro, I wow. already have your number. Yeah. That's a trip, man. I don't know. 
Yeah, I saw you on his thing. I'm like, why is Rich at his studio? Right. So I didn't know you started doing YouTube and then stuff like that. But yeah, man, I just need another creative outlet. Yeah, for sure. So how did how did Soiree come up? I mean, is it just you know? I know that you were you you were still continuously working on your music while we were working at that spot. Yeah, but, it, but kinda, there was like a down. There was a, like like a lull there, right? Yeah, because I, I mean, you kind of just get trapped into the nine to five, yeah, waking like, up doing that in. every day. And nothing comes up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, what's that? So how did, how did, what is that? How is that? I don't know. It's a replay? No, no, that oh, was man. the gods. Sorry. Yeah, it was, it was connected to the phone right there. I'm just trying to link everything. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay. Those were the ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, we, you know, I had taken a little break. So I didn't meet Marlon until uh, I was a couple years in at the job. So I kind of just took a break from music because I was just hustling and grinding for Years before, you know, we was doing little tours with my cousin Smick Dirty. We were doing, you know, Kansas City and a bunch of places. And uh, we just kept going. We were, you know, out there with like In Too Deep and Baby Bash and MB Riders. We were out there with a lot of the Latin crowd. But then we yeah. were also doing some stuff with like Looney Colon and Corrupt and Daz and Too Short. Like all these people were going on different tours. So we were hitting different cities and then. You know, I just took a break for a little bit, and then uh, the Manny Pacquiao thing came up. You know, Nels was like, hey, they want you to do something. So then I just went on a hunt looking for singers. Nels remembers we were just getting a bunch of people who could sing. Yeah, we, we well, needed a fill-in because dude dropped out, like, last minute, and we needed a dude. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find the dude that I did my album with. He was, like, came up missing. So we just started taking, like, we just keep applications. We, we, we took applications. <laughs> yeah, and so real quick, just so you know, that I there was a small point in my life where I did music management, and and soiree was one of the groups. Actually, before that, it wasn't even soiree. Yeah. It was it was CG, CG. CG. right? Yeah. And so I, I got that plug for Manny Pacquiao, and that's how that happened. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. So we went and looked for all these singers, and we probably went through like thirty five people, and it was like, nah, bro, I can't. I can't. <laughs> You send me some of you like, oh, my friend's cousin. It's like, no, no. <laughs> this ain't. Come on, man. And then finally, some girl that my cousin was friends with knew some dude. It was like just random. And he was uh, he was like, yo, my guy sings. And I said, all right, uh, let me see. And he pulled up his music, and I was like, dang, this dude's pretty dope. I never heard of him, though, you know, because he was from Dago. And so I got his number, and uh, I called him, and he was fishing. <laughs> Yo, what are you doing? Oh, I'm fishing. And it's like, oh, well, I want to talk to you about music. And then he was just like, oh, call me later or something. Because he probably thought I was just some dude trying to, you know, right. just trying to get him to be on a song, I'm sure. R&B singers get dudes hitting him up all the time. Like, Yo, jump on my track. Um, but then, you know, he looked me up and said, okay, he must, he must have some things going on. And, you know, I don't know, maybe we should give him a call. Has it been 12 minutes? Yeah, I think it's been 12 minutes. Yeah, you want to? Call, yeah, yeah, and Farah, uh, he, he does music too. Oh, okay. Want to let them know a little bit about your music and history? Oh, yeah, my name is Farah. Uh, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I just moved down here and uh, been doing music pretty much all my life. Um, came out of gospel music. My mama wrote from Malico Records over the uh, Spirit QCs, a lot of quartet groups and stuff came from there, and just from then on, just doing music, hip hop. Been doing um, great music with some good people in Memphis. Been making connections 
for a long time. Then we didn't rock the dopest shows, man. Me and my team, my vision digital. And um just having fun, doing music, um, expanding our horizons, you know, as far as traveling and moving, especially by me being here. And big shouts out to my connections that I've made uh since I've been here out in Oakland and uh in LA. You know, I still don't kind of know where I'm at all the time because y'all streets and stuff crazy as crap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. man, but big, I just big shots out to the city for embracing me. I've been getting a, a whole lot of love since I've been here. When I, when I tell them I'm from Memphis, they say, they either say verse 48 or they say uh, uh, hustling flow. Hustling flow. <laughs> uh, I remember saying that for some yeah. <laughs> I love that. Now movie. they say Penny Hardaway. Yeah, Hardaway, <laughs> man. Yeah, so big shots out to my city, man, and uh. Everybody, that's a part, man. Big shouts out to this whole team right here. Y'all embraced me since the first time. You know what I'm saying? I met y'all, so to be a co-host on y'all show, man. Yeah, man. Well, we couldn't sure. get rid of you. That's a uh, oh, hey, no, that's, like, that's, a good, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no, you're gonna miss off of these real wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try to check let's out Marlon Dane. See if he's free. Man, this is like legit. I hear the phone. Hey, man, what is this legit? <laughs> What's yeah. going on, Marlon? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the American Podcast, where our diversity is our culture. Right now, we got Vince over here, uh, and right now on the phone, we have the second half of Soiree, which is Marlon Dane. Uh, Marlon, we also have a couple other people here. What's up, Marlon? Cool. It's Rich. Fahara. What's going on? What's going on, man? Welcome. Thank you. Right now, we're we're kind of talking about how you and uh, CG linked up. Uh, how how do you remember it? <laughs> I remember um, getting a phone call. I was I was fishing or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was fishing. Can I cut on here? Is, is this PG PG thirteen? Uh, no, you're good. Whatever. And um, <clears throat> I got a call. God, who called me? Was it you, Vince? Was it? Did you call me? Yeah, I called you when you were fishing. Yeah, Vince called me and he was like, "Hey, man, like my name is so and so, and so and so. What are you? I think it was my boy Chris Tucker, who was you got a, in, t- in touch with because you were like, yeah, um, something. Chris Tucker gave me your number. I'm looking for an R&B singer to perform for Manny Pacquiao or something like that. Yeah, and um, and um. I was like, man, this is cool, crazy. Man. You guys talking about that? <laughs> I, I was telling him, you probably like, man, this dude. Yeah, I'm like, what? Are you prank calling me right now, man? And um, yeah, so I, we, me and Vince linked up at a McDonald's, right? I don't even remember. It was at a McDonald's in like Mission Valley or something, and he was like, oh yeah, Yo, you're man, right. Check me out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and uh. I, I I think I had just released my 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 solo album, my first solo album at the time, and then um, I was like, yeah, man, let's, you know, I'll check it out. Let's you know, let's 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 do something real quick, and then we'll go from there. And then I called up my boy um, Mike Perez, rest in peace, yeah. and um, the homie Bigfoot, and we we made the um, song was that the Eye of the Tiger remake. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what and we then did. we were like, you know what, dude? Let's 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 make another song, and let's just see if it sounds cool, you know? Because because I the Tiger is already cool, so we made Tell Me. We're like, all right, man, I think we got something here. So 
we kind of just ran with it. So that's 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 what I remember. That that's cool. I mean, I love hearing the story of how people got together because it just a lot of it. We were just talking about me and Rich, like full circle type deal. But uh, n- now that yeah. you guys been in the game for a while, um, you know th- this is this is a podcast when we talk about diversity and you guys uh-huh. in the music industry. Uh, do you find a lot of adversity and diversity when, when when trying to make it in this in this life? I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really think that you know him being Filipino and me being Shamaro holds us back as much as you might think. Um, because I am, when you see me, you don't know what I am for the most part. And when you hear me, you don't know what I am. Mm-hmm. So people usually hear you before they see you, um, which we do got to do a better job of get more content out there. Um, which is part of the reason why I came so I could see what you guys are doing. So I could step my, my online presence came up. Yeah, and, there you go. Um, online presence is key. Doing it, you know? Um, but to be honest, man, we just make good music that we, would want to hear and we feel is you know uh something that we can get behind and you know whoever rides with us rides with us right so so my short time i i I can share my short time trying to do some music management it was real short uh but it, it seemed like and this is my perception was like if you weren't white or black it was really hard to get in the music industry not sure how how that what why that is but it just seemed that way. You know what I mean? I remember trying to pitch something and be like, oh, what is he? Oh, he's Islander. Oh, okay. And went like a real good okay. It was like, okay, Pat, next. It's kind of what it felt like. So I, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw it firsthand or anything. What about you, Marlon? Anything on your side? I, m- I remember when I was first, like back in like the early 2000s when I was doing, because I, I started off doing primarily like R&B, man. Like I listened to a lot of, um, you know, like Usher, um, uh, Brian McKnight, you know, all the, all the, uh, the old school R&B cast. And so that's the type of stuff that I, I was um, listening to and that, you know, that was the kind of music I wanted to make. And I just remember everybody always just telling me like, man, you're hella dope. You know, like you're like the Filipino Usher, like the Filipino Trey songs, you know? And I was like, I ain't trying to be the Filipino whoever, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be me. Right. But because I sang R&B, you know, and people thought I sound, they thought I was black. They just, you know, I guess they just, uh, you know, kind of just put me in that category. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that that has changed nowadays, um, you know, with with um, social media and just people kind of being able to pick and choose who they want to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like the record, the record labels or whoever doesn't really have control of, who, of uh, you know, like radio used to. You know, anyone can listen to whatever they want to listen to. So if they want to listen to, for instance, like Pilo, he's Filipino, but he makes crazy, you know, like dope ass, you know, slappers like Bay Area rap music. But, you know, he's not black. You know, I, I think social media has definitely uh, played a big part of that. But going back to your initial question, yeah, I mean, that was that used to be a big thing. And, you know, it did affect me um, a, a, in those times. Now gotcha. I think it's a cool thing that I'm, you know, that I'm Filipino, I'm and I'm able to, you know, sing and, and produce and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, put us on the map. Yeah. But do, do you think that it's also like just like, I guess, you know, with the with the with the record industry, I would say back in like 90 in, in the 90s, you know, you had Kai, you know, you had yeah. Kai, you had Kai 
And they they were like one of the first Filipino groups to actually get on a big label, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that went nowhere. So you you think that that because you know the the record la- the le- record label failed them or they failed the record label at some point, it just became one of those things I don't where think so because where they where they didn't want to take a risk on the next. Nah, because I seen them on BET. I seen them. Well, the, I mean, they try were, to get pushed into yeah. the light. But I just don't, I think that uh, their music had a certain sound to it that you could tell it was in a, a genre of Filipino R&B. Because there is a Filipino R&B yeah. at that time. Um, and Dre was on my first album. Uh-huh. So I, I followed them closely because he was on my record. Uh-huh. And he was like good friends with my uncle. Right. Um, who They were in the Bay Area. You know, my uncle grew up in, my roots are Bay Area. Um, but so I followed them closely and I seen they, they were right there, but I think like their music had, it was good music, but you could tell there was like a, yeah, like it, a it fell into this little, this sound that a but lot I, of the Filipino groups were following, which was try, almost R and B, but it had its own little flair. Had to a it. lot of like acapella. It, it seemed it just had its own little thing. I can't. I can't describe it or. Yeah. Because because I because I remember, you know, because my cousin used to be a producer up in the Bay Area, and they were always at his house. And at one point, it was like, you know, they were like they were chosen by Chrissy Yamaguchi to sing while they opened up the ice rink at at the Embarcadero in San Francisco. Now I'm I'm thinking, you know, if if Chrissy Yamaguchi is personally picking you as a group, there's something there. And it just kind of just, they just kind of fell off like almost almost immediately after that. Well, oh. even uh, that that group, uh, Legacy, mm-hmm. they were on tour with Justin Bieber. Like mm-hmm. they got uh they got all they got discovered on YouTube. I think he found them, um, and he went on tour with them. But nothing, nothing big came out of it. I thought they were going to come out of that and be able to swim on their own, you know. So at this big. point, yeah. So at this point, you, you feel like we get the, the right shake. We, we just don't make it, essentially, right? Yeah. I'm, well, okay. I don't so know, but there's, I, go ahead, Marlon. I was just going to say, like, I actually, um, I used to follow a Far East movement a lot. I, we actually met them one time at Z90 event. But, um, yeah. So I was reading, it's like, man, they were like, at one point in 2010, the record G6 was like the biggest record and they were the first Asian American group to get, um, I don't know if it's like a number one um, song on Billboard, um, but they were the first Asian American group to, you know, to basically break the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, well, what happened to them? where they go, you know? And I believe the article said, don't quote me on this word for word, but it was somewhere along the lines of the record label did feel that they, you know, and it's, I want to say they were too Asian or whatnot. I don't even, you know, that, that, I don't know if that's what it said, but like it had something to do with their image. So what that that that's what caused the label to, you know, stop backing them. You know what I mean? Um. So no, I still feel like it, it still is prevalent in in you know the industry today. But again, going back to that, you know, a lot of artists don't even really want. To sign with labels anymore, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I think I, there's definitely there's definitely other avenues and outlets to get to get out without a label, regardless of what you look like or what you sound like. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Gotcha. That, that That's good to know. What about you, Farah? You, you got a take on this? Well, yeah, <laughs> there's no Asians in Memphis. Actually, You will be surprised. <laughs> when was the last, yeah, when was the last Asian was on your record? Yeah. Oh, Farah's uh, uh, from Memphis. So. Well, I am. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, not familiar with the culture. So it's like, so like me listening to you all and how y'all rock out. As far like what like I'm not familiar with your music. So what type of music do you all do? I think that can help me furthermore. Seems seems like to be I, I you probably know a little more, but it's like feel good R and B music. Kind of we do that and we it's a little clubby. So it's it's a uh, R and B. I mean we we have some songs that uh, you know you're not going to show to your 12 year old daughter, but they're probably going to find it on the internet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. How about we do a live you know. listening session for Farah so he gets a feel? Yeah, let's put it on. Okay, how, what, on my phone. Yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. on your phone. My phone can't do see. it because we're on the phone already with that. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm, so we had our. I'll play our first song that we did that actually the radio. So Marlon went up to the ASCAP. Where'd you go, Marlon? It was the ASCAP I Create Music Expo. Yeah, it was the I Create Music Expo. I actually went three years ago. Yeah, so yeah. they reviewed our track and said, if you come in here with five more of these, <clears throat> you're going to be somewhere. Yeah, they got love for so, sure. They got love. I mean, it's on YouTube, but um, where they did review it, and it was uh, heavy hitters in there listening to it. Um, but again, now this song is probably 10 years old. So. Now, nah, music never gets old, man. Because thing is, everybody ain't heard it. Yeah, it's always gonna right. be new to somebody. And I actually was just talking about this song that we should read. Hey, just give me the rights to use it in my next video. And this is what they uh, critiqued at the eight ass cap. They love this song. Good. Yeah, it's real good music right there. Yeah, man, let me use this my next video. <laughs> <laughs> Good transition songs. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hush. I see me in the and I can't lie. I had a crush. Tell your girl. 
So it's, it's basically like singing and rapping, like it's some. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, okay. That's, that's all we're trying to get. Yeah. Man, so. that's crazy though. And what's crazy is like the whole concept. I got this song with I got a guy named Swavo from Memphis. <laughs> it is called Light Song, and I got a verse that'll be so hard for this. But yeah, man, I, I I think that's crazy though, man. Uh, as far as the music scene and you being. As much as part of the music industry that you were, like, is there still goals? Yeah. Well, the the funny thing is, I was like knocking on the door. So I had, you know, before Marlon, uh, I had touched a little bit of success, you know, with my cousin Smick Dirty. And he's, you know, he's still one of the biggest underground artists, you know, out of Sacramento, but he reps San Diego too. But I mean, I, I took my own little lane and did this R&B stuff and was right there. Like we're doing, I'm doing interviews and next is, you know, somebody big coming in right after me or hearing like new music, CG, and then it'll be my song and then the game. And then, you know, you hear your name next to some of these people. Like you're in rotation at that point. Yeah, yeah. but you're not, you're not that dude, you know, yeah. but you hear, you're like, damn, I'm right there. Like, so so, so I touched it, but then things kind of just fell apart with what I was doing, and then I got the job, and um, so then when the, the Manny Pacquiao thing came along, and then people started asking, you know, radio DJs were asking, "Where's let's hear some music?" Then I did some stuff with Marlon, and we touched a little. We're touching it a little bit again. So, I mean, kind of, it's almost like you fall off, and you want to get back to at least where you were, and feel like you could get a little bit further. Like, I feel like that's that's where we were and where we are. You know, it's not it's not that I'm trying to be, like, famous or nothing, but living in the world that I was living in where we were right there and you're invited to these tables that you're not normally invited to that, like, you won't be invited to or, you know. So it just we, – we're just trying to reach a certain audience that can enjoy our music. But, you know, when you get, like – 4,000 plays, you want it to be like 400,000 because you just want people to hear your music and be inspired by something or, you know, um, you want them to tell you that that something in something you said changed their life or something like that. Yeah. Even though some of my music, if they said that changed their life, I'd be like, OK, well, you know, that wasn't too positive, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. we, we, we try to do music for everybody, but. Sometimes we do the music that's just a little bit grimier that does whatever the mood is that night when we're making music, you know? So is there anything coming up? I mean, changing up? somebody's life could be, you know, it could be just like a like a, a dance track that they just go out with their homies or the you know, homegirls with at night and they just turn up to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't always have to be like, oh, you know, like I was listening to you through, you know, time of depression or whatnot, you know what I mean? But... No, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, though, man. That's, that's, um, I think that's definitely why we why we wanted to do music at first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. yeah. What about some of your music, man? You got something on deck that you could? Oh, uh, yeah, I did, I did a mixtape uh, song. Like, um, it was like, it was like, like a year or so ago. And I just want to do something before Christmas. Like, so I just went in 
went in my studio and I just did something off a mixtape track. And um I put it out the next day, which was like the day after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean y'all listen to it, that's cool, but no, I know. Yeah. You, no, we 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 interviewing you. So yeah, yeah. Oh, we, no, yeah. I'm, I'm just here talking. To you, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. No, yeah. He, yeah, he got yeah. his own podcast. So yeah, we we got another listening one. But oh, um, okay. But uh, no, I I I love that that feeling instead. It sounds like you got the drive still. What's the next move? Well, we still putting uh still putting things together. We got some new some new songs, some new tracks that we did. Uh, we're probably gonna do an EP with Smig Dirty. Which is my cousin, y'all mm-hmm. can check him out too. Um, but we're probably gonna do an EP, and then me and Marlon still got unfinished business, putting our own solo, you know, or group album out. We haven't put an official album out. We did a uh, we did a mixtape with uh, Dennis Blaze, who's on ninety five point seven. That that was a hot mixtape. I love that mixtape. About the Jodeci track, like oh, I love that I Jodeci think it track. Just slept on. We we touched something that you're not supposed to touch. Mm-hmm. But it came out good, and I said, right. if it don't sound right, I'm not, I'm yeah. not gonna put this out there. We we had a but. bunch of nights listening to that song. I remember, yeah, because I remember there were a couple changes, and it yeah. was, yeah. oh, it was it was a good time. Because again, I mean, you know, Jodeci, like Jodeci, oh, yeah. you can't touch some of the Jodeci stuff, yeah. and then Marlon Marlon got it. So yeah, I he love did, that he did it. You know, so we damn, we Appreciate did it right. You. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, put that put that track on. Put that you track wanna on. Hear, <laughs> yes. I mean, Jodeci, come on, man. I know. You almost named one of your kids Jodeci. I know. I love you Jodeci did. that much. Yeah, yeah. Wife wouldn't let me pull the trigger, but. <laughs> I remember that. I've just thought about That's that right crazy. now. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking about Jodeci. And I'm like, damn, they're going to let, let you do that. <laughs> I wish you would have did it. I would have. Like, for real. Like, what's your, what's I would have been dope, though. It would have been. like, And I didn't care if it was a boy or a girl. Name was going to be Jodeci. That was it. But my wife's name is Josie, so she just felt like it was weird. Oh, like, she should have let you do it, man. Yeah, I well, I, I I had a situation, man. I, my son was about to be named Memphis. Okay. Like, he's now going to name him Memphis, but it's like last minute. It was like, they want you to be, be a junior. I'm like, man, what yeah. name Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I would have loved that name. I, I still think about that name. Maybe I might have to. Uh, uh, you might have another to, uh, one. Of yeah, those. you might have to <laughs> work on another yeah, one. Yeah. Was, <laughs> taking applications for a Jodeci. <laughs> <laughs> Jodeci, baby. Oh, man. Oh, You're yeah, going to set your child up for that. Like, go, go, go apply for a job. Be like, Jodeci. Hey, that's a lot of pressure right there. Your your kid's name is Jodeci. Like, you got to be. You got to be able to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, what, what if you can't sing, but like, not. Sang sang, like sing. he got he got to be in the music. Your name Jodeci, man. Yeah, <laughs> even if you make it, yeah, it might have been a good thing not to do it because I can't sing. There's probably a good chance my kid can't sing. So how so. would we? How would it work out? Like, let's say your your son was a damn good singer. I mean, like top level. He can't singer. use his name. I know. Like, what do we say, Jodeci? Oh yeah. Oh, he can't. Ooh. Here's a new album by Jodeci. No. It's Jodeci Labonte. Like, yeah, Jodeci Labonte. <laughs> no, Diddy gonna be Diddy gonna be on you. <laughs> Your Uptown Records gonna be on you. Hey, if he's good enough, they sign him. Right, <laughs> you can't call him JoJo. You can't, can't do that. Can't. Oh yeah. man, oh you can't do that too. Uh, Jody. No, you can't call him Jody. Call him white man, Jody. Jody. There we go. <laughs> All right, we got that that track lined I'm trying, up. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay, okay. While he working on it, uh, yeah. what's the guy on the phone name? What's your name? Marlon. Marlon. Okay. By y'all being in, uh, right there on the tip, like in the studios, 
doing the interviews, all that kind of stuff. But something happened and it didn't work out that way. Do y'all got any advice for somebody that's in that situation or artist that's in that situation right now that's right there on that tip? Like, what advice did would you would give them? Uh, probably something that you probably would have done now that you're no, you're older and you wiser. Yeah, yeah. What kind of advice would you give somebody that's on that's on the same level that you are on right now? I mean, I would just I would just say to continue to to keep doing it, man. I mean, this business is crazy. You know, you'd be up. You know, it comes in waves. You know, you, you'd be riding the wave for a minute, then you'd be chilling for a little minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, a lot of the time, success comes when you feel like you should give up. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just don't think you should ever give up. As long as you're still passionate about it, just keep going, man. You know, um, focus on making good music, but also focus on on networking with really, really cool people. Because, you know, um, through my boy Chris, I met Vince. And through Vince, I met Nelson. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm sure everybody out there will. I'll meet one of these, these days as well. But... You know your, your your good music ain't gonna ain't gonna be, do nothing if it's just sitting in your hard drive, man. You gotta right. um, yeah. definitely go out there and meet people, whether it's online or, or or at networking events and things like that. You know what I mean? Um, in San Diego, the homies um, Dennis Blaze and Raymond C they put on a, a really dope artist meet and greet. Um, I want to say probably quarterly. You yeah. know, and and the whole city comes out. The whole city comes out. Last time we, you know, Smig was there. You know, DJ Fingers was there. Um, you know, Jazz, who's a really dope producer out of San Diego, um, he was out there. You know, I mean, I could name a lot of other people that was out there, but, you know, they, a lot of people definitely show love. And um, that's what you got to do, man. You just got to be fearless and, and just go out there. That's that's what I would say. All right. Looks like we got uh, the Jodeci remix uh, on deck. <laughs> Let's hear it. That ain't going to work. No?
a pope up. I got the tab. All you gotta do is show up. Keep so banging, got me listening to slow cuts. Baby, I can have you going like you show up. And we can post up like a center dude. I know you into me, cause girl, I'm into you. So make your next move your best move. I ain't never lied. If you with me, let me know. Hop on in and we can slide. Uh, yeah. Y'all compliment each other, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, y'all compliment oh, each other, man. Do you guys have any video footage from the recording session? Nah, we just getting. I'm it. pretty sure I do have. Uh, oh, you do? I, are you talking about for that particular song or just in general? No, that for that particular video. song. I don't think so. Mm. Oh, I love. That I don't track. know though. I love that track. Cause but, no, cause I'm saying I love hey, that. I love that hey. track. But you could put together a, a video. Then upload it to your to your Facebook, and that's just gonna get shared. You you, you could even do like a clickbait title, like "Asian guys do Jodeci." You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes you just need to have right, people no. click on it and pay attention to it. So you just put that on there. I mean, I did I did a um like a dollar a Dollar Tree like video, and on my Facebook it hit like ten thousand views. I don't know why it's ten thousand views, but I'm saying if you throw in that, something like a Jodeci, yeah, that that'd be over. We just need to, you know, get with y'all professional. <laughs> <laughs> some clickbait yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah clickbait. Man. That's figure a big out thing. some clickbait. I'm just yes. saying, no, the thing is, like, you know, stuff like that actually get, goes viral. Well, yeah. and that's real because, and and back to your point, and and uh, what we would tell people is, you do gotta, you do gotta have content like. Good music just ain't gonna do it yeah. because you know I feel even when I'm just in the car and a, one of my songs comes on from Google Play or Google you know Amazon Music and my kids be like oh man this song is this is it and I'm like if this song is it how come nobody else thinks this song is <laughs> it yet you know what I mean you're still trying to yeah. figure out how can everybody listen and pay attention but even Rob Stone. They knock somebody out, and everybody's like, "Ooh, check out this dude knocking this dude out mm-hmm. at the beach," but his song was attached to it, and then it just blew up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, a lot of it has to do with timing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with timing mm-hmm. for sure. Like what I learned, like out of doing music and promoting music, like I did, like a, like the, the mixtape single I was talking about. Yeah, I did the mixtape single, and I made a T-shirt that said, "I'm better." Cause that just a mix. It was a missy mix, a missy song called "I'm Better." Then I just remixed just like y'all did the Jodeci, and I made yeah. it my own. But the thing is, I looked at what everybody else was doing around me, and I did the total opposite, and it got me an award. Like all those artists that came out with full albums that year, I won Best Rap Artist of the Year off a mixtape song I got for free, just because I did it. This I did. I looked at what everybody else was doing. And I did the totally opposite way. If you put out an album in 365 days, right, in one mixtape single, you see what I'm saying? Like, evidently something not happening right. They didn't do something right. So I had to find out what they did. I'm I'm like that about everything. And then you find out the people that do do it, the people that are successful at it. You take their ideas and you make it your own. So you're not even copying enough them. You're just making your own avenue. That's what helped me. Yeah, man. So, so if you guys have footage of that of that recording session, just drop it off here, and somebody will edit it. For yeah, you. edit. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, wait, wait, somebody. Wait, wait, <laughs> we, we got we got enough of um, editors here that can do it real quick. Oh, well, yeah. we need to just come by once a week and figure this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, Marlon lives in Temecula. I don't know, man. I, a lot of our studio sessions, uh, we don't do professional studios, man. I'm a studio. I'm a bedroom musician. You know what I'm saying? So me too. Just be recording in the room. <laughs> yeah. And, my, and, and and the booth, the booth is my walk-in closet, man. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. That's the same thing with me. But the thing is, man, like what I'm learning by doing YouTube so much, people want to see that. They don't want to see you in the big studio. They want to see this oh, wow. this hard song that that's crazy bumping that came from inside of a closet. Mm-hmm. So they see your grind. They see the beginning of where you came from until you in the big studios doing it. And they'll go back and watch your videos like that man was caught in the closet and he made that Jodice joint. Yeah, sometimes people just want to attach themselves to something bigger, you know, that they can actually grow with. Yeah. So they can claim you at the end. Like right. I, I, I remember watching him. him. I remember watching him when he was doing beats on Fruity Loops. Also, yeah. the problem is it's just me and Marlon. Like, we record engineer ourselves. So he would That's have to, what I'm saying. He would have to hit record and then try to camera. Hey, man. Hey, no, nah, just let the camera you roll. Know what I'm saying? Just let the, just camera, let the camera roll. roll. Like, and then, like, then whatever, edit it after. Yeah, whatever y'all don't want, get edited. Give it to, you know what I'm saying? Give it to somebody and let them edit it. The thing is, man, when you, just like now, we just pushed, we just pushed the camera. Nobody touched it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all just do y'all recording sections because, like, I have to record myself, mix, master myself, all that kind of stuff. But what y'all doing, y'all making the beats, y'all doing the mixing, y'all doing the master, y'all doing recording y'allself, man, that's what the people want to see. And then after that, then they hear the finished project after doing this like in the bedroom. part of the, the little journey of the song. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, people yeah, want to no, follow I that. I remember he messed up on that part and they redid it. Like, he redid his sound. Like, that's crazy though. Yeah. Like that's what I want to see as an artist. I, I I remember he had to get the comforter into the walk-in closet yeah. just to get the sound right. I'm yeah. telling you. Well, and then and then I remember when the when the first session came out and we listened to it on the radio uh, on the on the CD in the car. I was like, oh, we got to redo that. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember that was a thing. That was, yeah. <laughs> going through the struggle. It it, it, it was. So you record that too? You get in the car and say, nah. oh, this don't sound right. Let's go back. Oh, oh man, yeah. You you basically record everything because you don't know everything. what what. So what you doing for the next like three weeks, Rich? I mean, you know. You follow us around. I better get paid hefty for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, like a lot, a lot of YouTube, man, they just use their phones. Like I started yeah. off on my phone. A lot of people started off just recording on their phones. And yeah. the thing is, man, if you got enough room on your phone or old phone in the back, man, I don't. Video quality, like, just record it. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking behind the scenes. I remember, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, Selena. They did yeah. a, a track, and then they were using, like, some of her footage. I mean, obviously, some of it was, like, her on stage. But yeah. just background, B-roll type stuff to make yeah. a video, and it was awesome. I mean, there's two different yeah. elements, right? You have the the actual music video that you, like, full-on production. Mm-hmm. But if you simply want to go, like, viral, you don't necessarily need a high-polished high video. Because then right. at, at that point, it looks premeditated yeah right your storytelling at that point like like if like if somebody just decided hey i'm gonna put this together like hey man look this guy was in the studio and this is the song this jodeci this jodeci remix there you go and also you don't run into like issues with copyrights from jodeci because you know you actually filmed a music video it's just you guys singing it you know it's it's like um what new edition you know you find them at the the corner of macy's on christmas singing the song and all of a sudden they're new edition yeah, yeah. I don't care about the copyright though, because if uh, if, if, if Jodeci yeah. calls me and says you that owe means me you something, made it, that means something happened. So that yeah, means yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. How much? No, but, I owe but, you? but 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 I'm yeah. saying it's like you know sometimes in in the eyes of who's viewing, right. you know you 
actually filming an actual actual music video just kind of se- seems too unnatural. You wanted right, to, no, I you, you. you almost wanted to be like, oh, the, the the poor kids, you know, they're hungry, right. and they're, they're they're in they're the corner, they're living in right. a trailer park, and they put out this video. Go, let's go, let's go support them. See this this one thing that I'm learning from y'all is I'm talking to y'all, you know, sharing energy with y'all. Man, I see the lack of social media. 100%. You know what I'm saying? We, like, I don't know even know. Me and Marlon yeah, have talked I, about that. Because yeah, yeah. if you, you search Marlon on, on... Marlon's out. He's on there. He's he's doing music with his shirt off. <laughs> he's getting the ladies in tune with him. Yeah, he, he is, though. There. But when, when I when I Googled Marlon earlier, his my fa- my, MySpace profile came up. Like, oh, well, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, we got to update that. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> push. yeah, the lack of social media. because about a MySpace profile. That's... That's long gone, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was from that from that reader article. I don't know. I was trying to find oh, my MySpace because oh, I had I got at least a million views by well, now. No, a million plays. Was a time, hey, <laughs> basically, when when me and Vince um, started working together, I pretty much like put my solo shit at a halt. You know what I'm saying? Because we were making some dope music, we were making some noise. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of hard. We actually had that conversation before because. When I came into this, I was like, yo, dude, like, I kind of just put out a, a, a solo uh, record, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to push my name out, you know what I mean? And um, we didn't have a name at the time, so we just went by Marlon Dane and CG. Um, but it was, it, was, it was tough managing two upcoming projects, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's not like when, um, you know, Justin Timberlake was an NSYNC. And then he branched off and he did his solo shit. I mean, obviously people knew what Justin Timberlake was, you know what I'm saying? But like when I was trying to come up as Marlon Dane, that's the soiree kind of formed. And um, yeah, so I wasn't really pushing Marlon Dane no more. That's why all those articles are like older articles. You know what I'm saying? Okay, there was really yeah, that nothing, makes sense. Yep. There was nothing I did as a solo artist once soiree was pretty much, you know, in full swing was trying to record like a mixtape and an EP and all that. So. Yeah, but like now that you know, like now that you both know that, like what's the what's the future goal now? Because now we know that you made it to where you made it. Now we know that work and life kicked in and it kind of stopped. And But the thing is, you all can still continue to do dope music. You got the avenues now, social media. You just push a button, and it's out there in the universe. Like, what's the end game as of right now? Or is it just still in the planning? Get the shares. I mean, it. I think it really is about the the, yeah. the, sh- the shares on Facebook. Yeah. I don't think you should concentrate on anything else other than getting shares on Facebook. Yeah, so the, the the YouTube thing, it's a, it's a grind, right? It takes a lot of time to edit and yeah. film. If you're talking about timing-wise, yeah, you, you want to uh, probably strategically go – to where it's easier, um, and it's probably Facebook at this time. Yeah, Facebook Live, because okay, you just yeah. push the button, and it's just going to record, and it's going to shoot to your people. Because the thing is, I'm asking because you all know a lot of people now. Just being in the game, in the industry, going ups and downs, learning right. the ins and outs, those people, you can get those people and more back. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's the yeah. perfect time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it. you know, I've seen Facebook you know, cause I've, I've shared certain things on Facebook and like, I've been surprised. I come back like a couple days later and I'm at like 5,000 views and it's like absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, I, I did this one meme 
after after that um that Bronner Pacquiao fight, talk, when Brina Bronner talking about like the hood saw me win, you know, you know that one. And I did a meme, and all of a sudden that meme was like shared by everybody, and I I just meant it to put it on my page, and all of a sudden it just went bam, it just blew up. Right. And that's and that's a thing. I mean, something like that. Hey, find find that footage, put it together. Yeah, and when when it comes to social media, what we talk about at the YouTubers Meetup is you you take all the the social media that you have and you push it to a place. So you know if you're pushing it to Facebook or you pushing it to YouTube, that's where you'll you'll see the most. Uh... Oh, there we go, Lars. Oh, we're going. Oh. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, everyone here gets to listen to your talent, and we know it's there. And so we'd love to see you succeed. Love to see that. Yeah, even if it's not that song, just new music. You know what I'm saying? Or old yeah. music that y'all re-record. Just document it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, we're always here, though. I'm a, I'm a phone call away. Yeah. You got to help around, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> you be social media darlings. You be in the L- you guys will be in the Ellen show next month. Oh, <laughs> right. when y'all video went live, you know how she brings folks. Hey, Ellen, will bring you on her show real quick if you go viral. Hey, man, Ellen's been paying for a lot of foreigners to come over. He, she, she's like, oh, I can save Damn. money there to here. Live, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's hanging up. Anyway, Soiree, thank you for joining the American Podcast, where our sure. diversity is our culture. Uh, where can people find you? Go ahead, Marlon. And we're on Instagram. It's Suarez Music. That's S-W-A-R-E-M-U-S-I-C. Um, as far as where you can hear our music, man, we're all over. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, just type in Suarez, S-W-A-R-E, man. So we appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, for awesome. sure, for sure. Awesome. And then uh, in, in any uh, idea what some news coming out? I mean, do, do you have a timeline? You got anything yeah, planned? Yeah, we actually... Um, we're actually going to be putting out a new track here um, real soon with um, with McDirty. It's called Fill My Cup. So I produced it, um, and um, it's, it's currently in the process of being mixed. So it should be out there real soon, guys. Good to know. Good to know. All right, Farah, Rich, thank you guys thank you. all being the guest host tonight. Uh, you guys got anything? Any of you? Just call me. I'll be there. Sure. <laughs> no, I'll be looking out. Thanks for having yeah. us, you know. Marlon, he couldn't make it out here, but, you know, he took time out to be on the phone, which is cool. But yeah, I appreciate that, Marlon. We'll have to worry, do a part man. two sometime when he's I'm, down in I'm the gonna city. Go, hey, I'm going to go back to eating dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes, uh, when enough. Microwave. Yeah, Reheat it <laughs> up, man. All right, then. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, All right, you too. Right. Thanks. See you all guys. Right.